What's up, y'all? Hey, it's season two, episode two. Hey, sorry for the wait, but man, y'all don't want to miss today. I think today is going to be a very, very good one. Hey, y'all stay tuned. We'll be back. Be back in the building. What's up, y'all? This is Word 100. I'm your host, Joseph King Cannon. And my Isha King Cannon. Man, I know y'all been waiting. I know y'all been waiting. I'm sorry, y'all. We we have good excuses. Well, not excuses, but, you know, it was all in, in God's time. And we had revival, came out of revival. Work week was just hectic, you know. But we still got to first and foremost give our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, a thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. But I mean, as as always, we thank y'all. We love y'all. We love y'all. We love so y'all. today we have for our current event. Okay, so you know what hit me, you know, what's been going on in the news and around the country, maybe the world, the collapsing of banks. Um, no, we saw on the news. Um, that this bank over in California collapsed and you see people standing out side the banking lines and you know wondering where's their where's the money what's going on and it happened all of a sudden it happened and then there was a, another bank shortly afterwards that collapsed and um I just did a little re- research of you know how many banks have been in that status and since 2000 you know and with us not knowing there have been a number of banks especially during the pandemic that have just all of a sudden closed and so a lot of times if it's not in the main news or if it's not mentioned we really don't know what's going on but things are coming to uh, the forefront now so that we can pay attention so we can know what's really going on. You know, it's not just everyday life anymore. You know, things are getting darker. Um, Things are coming more to a head and the Bible is fulfilling itself every day, every day. So we just have to be on notice on stand, stand by. Um, We heard a brother um, minister today about how shout out to brother jeremiah dawkins amen how he uh, <laughs> he did a good job um ministering the word god really blessed them today to uh, minister to us so he said he went into a store i think it was yesterday and you know how we all just check our balance real quick on our phone to see you know what we can spend what we can't spend and said he looked on you know, his banking app and it said um, temporarily down or something like for maintenance. And he said if he really wasn't covered by the Holy Ghost or by the blood, you know what I'm saying? Um, It could have been, he could have freaked out just like, you know, but his confidence was in in Jesus that, you know, everything was going to be all right. And so with that being said, no matter what the situation is, uh, we may find ourselves in, you know, flesh will freak out. Flesh will show out. But I 
I'm, I'm glad to know that we have a comforter. We have someone that's right there with us all the time. We just have to be open to receive him and to trust him and to follow him for anything that comes our way. So there's a testament in just about everything we deal with, everything we go through, every situation, every circumstance. And so with the banking system and all that that's going on, we still got to trust Jesus through it all, through everything. And so that's our current event for today. That was good. And I could attest to that because he, uh, when he was talking about the bank maintenance thing situation that popped up on there, a couple of mine do, do that every time. They're like, on this day, it's going to be down at 9 and it'll be back up probably on the next day. But I'm like, okay, well, let me make sure I know what I got real quick before they try to do that. Now, sometimes I'm going I'm to let them have, let God have his way because I'm like a pastor. If it shuts off and then all of a sudden it pop back up and I got a a, a millionaire's bank account. Well, hey, <laughs> I'm, hey, thank you, Jesus. Thank you know, it's, you. I know what you doing. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me. That's why he say, don't mind the things of the flesh. That's when you're in carnality. But when you get in the spirit, you'll mind the things of the spirit. So you don't have to look for those things. They were all of a sudden instant, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, that was good. I mean, because and he was all in my, he was all in my. I'm going to just put it like that. But um, it's up to this point, I've been thinking about, and God was dealing, you know, through a lot of things. Warning labels Mm. and warning signs and how much do we pay attention to them Mm, mm, mm. and, and mainly do those things even though it's a warning caution are you paying attention or are you just letting flesh do what it want to do so I, I I came up with a few things I was talking to one of my buddies and stuff and we and we, it was a you know a, a certain situation we were talking about like with him and with me it's like how we were in the streets and stuff it was like we didn't care until now uh about like the warning that we heard about where we were going or like say we was in the trap house or something like that and then knowing that it's a trap and it's a trap house knowing what could happen being in the trap house Mm -hmm. knowing the warning was we already knew it was bad but we were still there yeah so it was like different things i brought up i was like cigarettes he got a warning label on the back it says you know may cause cancer but guess what still did it you got alcohol may cause bleeding this and that you got prescription drugs may cause dizziness and all this, knowing that you don't want to get addicted to it, knowing that the warning sign, what it said. But how many, how, 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 how will you listen, like stay focused on guarding your focus on not ignoring the warning signs? Because eventually the, the side effects will come and affect you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, like I said, we were talking about the trap house. It was like we was all up in there thinking this was the life. But not knowing that we had thoughts like, man, hold on, wait a minute. 
it was something holding. Like when she hit it with the the comforter, that's in the book of John. I know going through John 14, he he won't leave you comfortless. He'll come to you no matter what. But how many times are we going to ignore the signs? You know, how many how many circles you want to keep going in mm-hmm. ignoring the signs? That's right. You know, and I I take it as like in one verse Ecclesiastes 3:15 That which have been is now and that which is to be have already been. Mm-hmm. And God re- requireth that which is past you owe him mm-hmm. we owe him all the times we overlook things and like in the bible when you know you you might you know even though moses went his way he was listening but then he didn't but god didn't give him a warning but he showed him something you know when he said don't he just said speak to the rock but he wanted to show because mm-hmm. people's you know, mine wasn't where he was. Mm-hmm. But look what happened. He didn't, they didn't know what, why they went through that. You know, only out of all those people, only eight of them were saved out of that. But I believe, even though Moses didn't make it to the promise, he still saw Jesus though, because they can't find oh, yeah. his body. No remains of it. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, knowing that you see is right there god is telling us don't do this don't do that yes you have to have the propensity you have the propensity to change the narrative like uh my cousin came and preached last sunday you 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 can change your situation it don't have to be where it's at you know mm-hmm. because it's like like it says in philippians 4 and 6 be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Like even when um, the minister was ministering on the day. We got a lot of etceteras That we allowed to happen when we came into carnality from out of the spirit realm. And then run into the things that cause the warning labels to take side effects. I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, 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 you got to understand, like, I think it's, in, is it Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8, I think, where he's, yeah, it's, 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 it's Ecclesiastes about time. It's, it's talking about time. It is important. All the experiences listed and the verses are appropriate at certain times. The secret to having peace with God is to discover, accept, and appreciate God's perfect timing. Read that scripture. Read it. Um, three, verse one starting. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill, and a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, 
a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. So like I was saying, it's a time and place for everything. It's a time for expiration on what you're going through. It's a time to come out of that. But will you let it from the warning signs that's being brought up in front of you? Will you let that deter you or will you let that or will you have the strength to change the narrative? Because it's it's like one verse like, well, the explaining of that is like this. If the secret to having peace, like I said before, I wrote these down in my notes with God is to discover, accept and appreciate God's perfect timing. There is a dangerous part in that in those scriptures, if you think about it, because you can it could turn into doubting. Or resenting God's timing. Mm. That can lead to despair. Rebellion. Or moving ahead. Because you want it done quicker than what he wanted done. And see our problem is where we get caught up in the things. and, And I'm only speaking on behalf of myself. When I wanted it so bad. And so anxious for it. I couldn't wait. But then I would get what I thought I wanted. And didn't want it. And I'd be sitting up here praying, trying to pray my way out. Why? Because I didn't pay attention to the warning signs that was right there. He kept trying to tell me, wait, it's a time for that. It ain't time yet. Wait, your change is coming. Your change is coming. If you just wait, I got some more stuff. Like daddy was saying, you can be saved, but you still got when he looks at. The, now, this is not giving credence to nobody to go on and do whatever you want to do and say, I got time. We don't have time. God's time is different from ours. We can sit up here and like he said too, thinking because we're called chosen and people saying that it's a calling on our life. We take that, go past that warning, even though that's it's not a warning, really, but it's a covering and letting you know that I'm thinking of you. And I got you chosen like he was telling Jeremiah. But at the end of the day is we'll lose use that as a a veil to, okay, I can do whatever I got time. And he um, Jeremiah hit on that today. That's the most dangerous thing you could tell or probably a, a, a dangerous thing to exactly. tell a, a person that Jesus loves you because you're thinking Jesus loves me. I got time and I got uh, leverage, I'll say, to go do what I want. But no, it's it's uh, truly the opposite. Yes, he loves you. And he chastised though, the ones that he loves. But it's not a, a license to go do what you want to do because you thinking Jesus loves you. Yeah. He loves you, but he does. He wants you to follow him. Just as he said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Just something small. Something small, because like in the book of Job 8, 7, it says, Though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end should be mm. greatly increased. My God. See, you see, we worry about 
the the how how it looks and the how matter of fact the main thing is how other people's looking at it yes and then that's when we move out of place and move ahead of god now we guess what we didn't did we didn't came from up under our covering because mm-hmm. now working in iniquity of witchcraft because it's disobedience mm-hmm. not listening to the one that's trying to keep the flock Mm-hmm. We're trying to go around the person keeping the flock. And then when we get out there, then we come back and point the finger. Man, you left me out here. You nah. know, and it's where people or, you know, we, we're not pointing fingers. We look for loopholes. Exactly. To, uh, at times to see, well, you know, how he said it today. Did daddy say about it's not giving you a license, but God knows where you are. He doesn't look on the outside. He looks at the heart of a person. It's the intent. The intent. So if the you. The motive behind so it. So if you take the excuse or, or the opportunity to find a loophole, then really God is not really in your heart. Anyway, if you go out there to say, oh, well, God loves me. He'll forgive me for this, but continue to go on into a way that is not pleasing unto him. But everybody we're not perfect people. Mm-mm. When you come into um, the knowledge of God, into salvation, you still got stuff hanging on you, but it's in your heart because you love God and you want to please God. And the, you're saying, God, please help me with this. He sees it in your heart. But if you say, I know God love me, but I'm going to go ahead and just slip on it. And, and, and Oh, you just stepped in pride now. I'm going to slip on over here. He'll, he'll forgive me for this because, you know, I'm just a person. I'm just a woman. I'm just a man. But, no, that, that means it's not in your heart. It's not in your heart. So it's no loophole. You ain't trying to change. You, your walk your walk will show you, will show whether if it is happening. Mm-hmm. Like Daddy said, it's not giving you no excuse to do it. But God is looking. Because, see, what the thing is, like uh, my brother Herbert Tate, Apostle Herbert Tate was saying, you got to have a strong discernment in this time right now. Exactly. Because this is, we in the back book of Matthews 23 and 24, where it's, it's saying how it's a lot of false doctrines, a lot of false prophets coming in and preaching anything. And it's catching people's attention because it sounds good. Mm-hmm. But like the Bible says, my people know my voice. Mm-hmm. And a stranger, stranger they will not follow. follow. You got you got too many, you know, wolves and sheep clothed and leading the flock. But this is where we have to understand we cannot talk about that. We can't give that credence. We can't put that in the in the atmosphere Focus. because any little thing, like me and a uh, prophet uh, Dawkins, shout out to prophet Dawkins at the church. Woo-woo. Prophet Gerald Dawkins. Prophet Gerald Dawkins. Amen. We talked about this one time before. Affliction is not always bad. That's right. It's a remembrance. It's like it's it's just like with Job. I'm putting this on you because I'm trying to get more out of you. Mm-hmm. And just like he told uh who was it? Was it was it uh Lazarus? But God said No, he told Job, this this sickness is not unto death. This is for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. So you got to look at 
your situation, call it a sickness, because it's only giving God the glory. Because if put it like this, the affliction is just for, but for a moment. And the reason why that is, is because, OK, you got off a little bit. Let me remind you who I am. Mm-hmm. And but it's not to kill you. It's not to kill you. Mm-hmm. It's to give him glory because God gets glory out of pressure. Mm-hmm. Out of pain. Because it's authentic. Think about it. When he heard about Lazarus, when Mary Martha told him about Lazarus, Mm -hmm. and it hurt him, the Bible said he made a a groaning noise like, hmm. If you do that, just, just because, and you're thinking about God and your mind is in the spirit, you can feel and God is not and like daddy said, it's not a feeling. You can't feel like, you know, God is here because see, that's what people get messed up. Well, I feel that you might mm-hmm. he'll put something in you, but he's always around you. He don't have to let you know that. I mean, because if you think about it, it's like your shadow. You see how your shadow follows you? He's there. Yes, it's not a feeling. It's not a feeling. I mean, there are times you can feel his spirit. You can feel him close to you. Can you can feel his power in you. Like you when you get it. heating up out of nowhere you and you know it. that, that's mm-hmm. you know that's God. But He's then, just letting you know. There are time, and I'm going to tell you um, how the enemy try to trick you. Like um, if we're in service and this confirmation came last week, you know, and um, I, I kind of label myself as like an authentic person and I'm, I don't flow just because of you know other people may be flowing or you know I, I'm kind of I'm my own person and I'm glad of that you know I had to grow into that and so you know the spirit may be moving high in church and you know the anointing is flowing and I'm I'm sitting there and I'm basking in it and you know and God spoke to me and said you know because you know people all, all around they you know some people can be charismatic you know if they're feeling it that's that's what do what you do but I'm not going to um if I see you flowing and I just don't feel it it don't mean it's not there or you know I'm not gonna flow because you're flowing or you if you get what I'm saying and so I heard God say it's not a feeling it's a knowing. So I know, or, I, you know, at that time I knew his spirit was there. And, you know. Don't get it wrong now. He do come up on you and you can yes, feel you it. You can feel you it. You can feel the power of mm-hmm. from him mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. But when you, you know, feeling lost and that, he might just pull himself away just mm-hmm. to see what are you going to do. Yeah. I mean, I need you to do this when you're not asking me regardless. Like he says, be instant in prayer. Mm -hmm. So if he pulls himself away from you, is it a routine that that you're just doing this? Or are you just always, God, I thank you. Mm -hmm. I ain't going to lie. I'm like this all day long. Mm -hmm. Like my thoughts, I could have a million things going through my mind. And and it's going to be on your mind. You're human. You know, but I'm not using that for, a, a, you know, a scapegoat or an excuse. Yeah. But in spite of all of that, I've always found and I've not even have to find the time, but I just always something come up like a verse to come up. And I said, that's how I know it's God. Mm-hmm. And I'm always just saying, God, I thank you. Yeah. Or keep me in this situation right here. How do I respond? Matter of fact, I thank you for not letting me respond. Yes. I say that because like it says in Habakkuk, in Habakkuk two and three, 
For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Nothing that you have to wait on for God is going to mess you up. Nothing. Nothing's going to mess you up. Nothing is it's not. You're not going to have to fight for his anointing. You're not going to have to fight for his peace or his presence because he's there. He just, I'm going to tell you when God speaks, when you're not saying anything, mm-hmm. thoughts ain't running. You're just sitting there feeling blank. And then you just feel this tug, tug or it's a, it's a, it's a, intu- not intuition, but it's something that y- you like would know between. Like, not a, not a, um, his presence, not a negative feeling, but it's like an overwhelming feeling of, of a presence. I'm going to tell you, or a thought I get when I know he's coming, it's like, it could be hot or the air is cold or cool or whatever, but it's a different cool that come on me Mm -hmm. or come blow through me. I can feel it from the inside. Sometimes it just be on my arms. Um, and then when I know he didn't touch me, touch me, and gave me something that I'm praying for, the inside of my arms, it get hot. Mm-hmm. And I just feel I said, and then when daddy was talking about that, I said, boy, this happened to me all the yeah. time. <laughs> so this is how I know, you know, it's nothing but confirmation. I, I'm never doubting God. Because, man, God's going to allow me to give my testimonies one day. And I know it's going to help a lot of people because I heard one from Prophet Dawkins today that is is that, that's when I and I don't use that as to say that I know that I'm chosen, but I look at it and see, like the Bible say, out of the mouths of two or three, so shall it be established in His name. I've heard apostles, preachers, and other anointed ministers. Chosen by God to say the same things happen to their bodies. And that's how I know. Mm -hmm. I'm just waiting on my word for that change, you know. And like it says in Proverbs 16, chapter 16, verse 16 through 20. How much better is it to get wisdom than gold? And to get understanding rather to be chosen than silver. The highway of the upright is to depart from evil. He that keepeth his way preserveth his soul. Pride goeth before destruction and a naughty spirit before fall. Better it is to be of an humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. He that handleth a matter wisely shall find good, and whoso trusteth in the Lord, happy is he. Man, I got nothing but scriptures. Matthew eleven fifteen. From all this that we done said, eleven verse fifteen. He that have ears to hear, let him hear. Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Stop worrying 
about what you can't change in a person or on you. The main thing is on you because when you put yourself under too much of your own bondage and control of I want to be better like this, you're going to fail because you're not allowing God to do what he need to do. Because if you knew what to do, you wouldn't be where you at. Sometimes you have to just sit. It can take years. It can take days. But the anticipation towards him. It's just like the lady with the issue of blood for 12 years. She tried everything. Everything. That should let you know. And then when God seen that she was finally tired of doing whatever was doing and all this, he said, you know what? I don't think he had touched. She touched him yet. She had was thinking about touching him. And he said, because of your faith, he felt her. But he she touched his garment, though. She didn't touch him. She touched his garment. Yeah, she didn't touch him. And he said, because of your faith. Out of all these people, you gonna be healed. Mm-hmm. She didn't try everything. Sometimes God will let you do that to go to different people, thinking you getting this and getting that, but it's the same old results. Sometimes He let you do that to see that you can't trust nobody but Him. He said He's a jealous God, so why you think He doing that? Keep on looking to get this prophecy or get this from there. He said, if if the Bible tell us we can prophesy to ourselves, why would you wait for somebody else to do it? Because you, you can't hear yourself. What What is it that's hindering you when he said ye, ye are gods of me? He said, I'm going to create you in my image after the likeness of me. If he said so, so why quote greater is he that is in me than he that is, that is in the world? Do you, this is where it boils down. Do you believe what you're talking? Luke 18, 27. And he said, the things which are impossible with man are possible with God. We got to get out of us. It's too much of us in the way where we can't see God. I remember I was in in a position. I'm up here like, man. I, when you think you're doing right, you ain't. <laughs> that's that's another thing that he said that I've I, I've been a true testament of because I I, I felt like it because I'm gonna tell you those etceteras with that you ran to those uh revenues of you thought was peace, it'll remind you it's only gonna impair you from the vision for a moment, but right after it wears off. You right back where you started. True. So what did it really help? It just it just numbed you for the moment. Yeah. Just for the moment. And I like this verse that I found. Um, Lamentations chapter 3, 56 through 59. I hope this is good, y'all. I'm I'm loving these verses I found because God gave them. At the right time. It says thou. Has heard my voice. 
Hide not thine ear at my breathing, at my cry. Thou drewest near in the day that I called upon thee. Thou saidst, Fear not. O Lord, thou hast pleaded the causes of my soul. Thou hast redeemed my life. O Lord, thou hast seen my wrong. Judge thou my cause. That's a that's a personal prayer cry right there. Because like he says, thy mercies are new every morning. We got a chance to start over again and say, Lord, forgive me for not watching the warning signs, knowing that they were there in plain sight, but I still did what I wanted to do. Forgive me. Forgive me. Because God will show you like in Luke 18, 28 through 30. Pay attention to this right here. He said, then Peter said, lo, we have left all and followed thee. And he said unto them, verily I say unto you, there is no man that have left house or parents or brethren or wife or children for the kingdom of God's sake. Now listen to this. Who shall not receive manifold more in this present time and in the world to come life everlasting. See, we want we want that life everlasting part right now. Quick, fast and in a hurry. But see, once we step ahead of God, we, we kind of forfeit certain things because we're, we're going ahead of him. His time is perfect. The way of the Lord is perfect in all things. That's why we have to be careful in our afflictions to not to say the wrong things, speak unadvisedly, think the wrong things, because that's why he says, be not carnally minded. Mind those things that are of the spirit you will have life everlasting. You will you will seek those things. That, those other things are add in. But if you have your main focus on God, I got to get to you. I want to see those streets. I want to see those mansions. I want to when you put your mind on those heavenly things, it'll take it'll it'll defer every distraction down here. If you really think sometimes I do it, I I be like then got bothered at the job and I just think on those things now because we got these all these extra policies now well that's been brought back again <laughs> hey gotta be obedient he said obey the laws of the land <laughs> but i will i have to distract myself with god <laughs> and that's the best thing because i'll be so agitated at something sometime with different uh truckers and stuff like that or situations going on and one day I just I just stopped and just did a hard breath. And then I just started thinking about what he brought me out of. And then what he said, think on pure thoughts, clean thoughts, murmur, stop murmuring and not complaining and 
I just started thinking about, man, I wonder what it'd be like to and I'm when I tell you I got there, it everything that was around me was like it it was there, but I couldn't hear nothing, but it was like a, a still peace. Mm-hmm. And it and it veiled everything away from me. It's like nothing that like everybody stopped coming around. The the birds start chirping a little bit loud. It's like it was like I had a, a speaker in my both of my ears. <laughs> like that's how close it sounded like the birds were. And it's like my mind was just at peace. Because he says, if you keep your mind stayed on me, I will keep you in perfect peace. So I started thinking about the mansions. I started thinking about walking. I started thinking about just, you know, different things he did in the Bible. And I said, I'm up here hollering about I'm tired. I'm agitated. I'm aggravated. Like Sister Ingrid said when she uh shout out Sister Ingrid when she was ministering, and I told her uh, that next Sunday, that next day, I said, "Man, you was right up my alley." I said, "It's like you were fly on the wall." I said because that's literally you can ask my wife some of the stuff I you know talk about and deal with on a daily basis, and like when I was talking about how John was at the table and how he felt, Jesus felt. When Jesus was at the table with Judas and all them and how he felt knowing that these folk was going to do this to him, but he had to be ready. Knowing that you got a killer right there or a betrayer right there and you still got to love him. Knowing the warning label when you first picked that thing up and seen it right there in your presence. Knowing what it was about to do, but you still had to be like, God, I thank you. He said, now... The son of man has been fulfilled. He said, go on, do what you got to do. And do it quickly. And do it quickly. But going back, it was like, she said, you up here saying you tired. You aggravated. You agitated from all this going on. Imagine what I went through. He ain't even really saying. That's why when we say this and that and we talk about how tired we are, you, we don't get an answer so suddenly because it's like, or if he do, it's just one word. It's like, or just be still or fear not. Because look what he, I. it was something that they said, how it happened. They broke it down to the toxicology report. Like how, when they was talking about how the water was created from the sweat and stuff. And some of those scars from when he got hit with the little, it was bones and rocks in those little whips that was snagging his meat out of it. And then you had to bear your cross. You, can you imagine the splinters in that? On top of all the, the scrapes and all that. And then carrying everybody's burden on them. On top of carrying the cross. Walking down, people still spitting on them. The same ones that wanted the miracle. You see how crazy that is? The same ones he blessed. And people didn't. Why would that? Why would his that be so severe? Because they say the, the the crucifixion was like a it was a slow death. They knew it was gonna be slow, and they wanted him to go through that on the way to the cross to get, to endure more of that pain. But I feel like he was already half numb from all that. I mean, if watching the Passion of Christ ain't that was nothing compared to what really happened. And if he was beat unrecognizable, how was he able to see where he was going? 
And then that strength, you know, it had to be nobody but God. But he had the word had to be fulfilled. Just like now, the situations that we go through, it has to be fulfilled. It had to be fulfilled. Whatever report it was. You know, the you know, the stuff that, you know, they look up when when they you know y'all know what I'm talking about. I just had to stop baby for a second. When they do the uh, autopsy like, autopsy because yeah. toxology means um alcohol in your system. <laughs> But it was chem- the chemicals from the sweat and all okay. that on the inside well, of the body. But I, yeah, let me clear that up. Jesus was not drunk, so let me get that out. <laughs> I miss said the word. I'm sorry, okay. y'all. I'm sorry, I was like, y'all. Whoa. Yeah, we got it right. See that? See what the Bible said? Man wasn't created for woman. Woman was created for man. Why? Because that's the help me. Amen. And don't tell the people that valid your baby. All right, we see we left it alone, and now you didn't brought it back. Okay. See, it was ignored. Okay. Now, now every I'm sorry. that was the last thing that came to your mind. See, Lord, thank That's you, Jesus. Right. I just wanted to make sure my baby. Oh, we cleared it up. That's why I changed okay. it up. We thank you. We already cleared that up, okay. Baba. Thank you. <laughs> we out of there. All right. But yeah, I mean they it, they broke it down and stuff and. It was just, uh, but just, just know that your body hasn't went through as much pain as God has. No. Your mind has not went. Think about all the prayers that he's, he's doing all these miracles. He's seeing people in his flesh, fleshly body. Seeing because God didn't understand. That's why he sent himself down through a son to see what's going on down here. So he so that he could feel the, our infirmities. Feel it all and see, understand, okay, what mm-hmm. are they down here doing? Cause I don't want to have to come back through here with another flood now. Have y'all be, got boats all over the place? <laughs> yeah, he went through so that he could understand exactly, even though he's God and God knows all things, but he wants us to know I've been there. I came down and, and ain't no excuse now. I'm your example. That's I'm, it. If I can go through it, you can go through it. But mine was more intense. I went through more intense things so that you could withstand the pressure. Right now. Right now. And, you know, people, you may not believe that, but it's the truth. God went through so that he could understand. And so when we go through and just because he felt it, he knows knows exactly. So and, and, and he will even cry with us, even though. That we moves God. That's right. That move the tears and your st- tears. your sincere <laughs> that that you can f- <laughs> real tears. We ain't talking about the ones that they call on real recall, but the yeah. real one that come from out your body. The real tears, you know, because people can they can fake a cry, but he knows the real cry. And then the, this my thing though, you fake a cry, and you you got to think about something else. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, you can't, you, in order for a tear, you have to think on these, on something, something that was sad. <laughs> think about that. <laughs> what they call them actors. A crocodile. 
tier. That's what you mean. Yeah, but yeah, we it's a little inside joke. We I, and when he said it, I already knew what he was talking about. A little inside joke. Whew, that went over my head. <laughs> but man, I'm telling you, it's that. Hey, God said, and the Bible said, a merry heart does good as a medicine. Yeah, we gonna laugh. So, you know, I don't want to always be on here and then people be like, oh, man, he beating us down. No, no, I think Jesus had a sense of humor. He wouldn't have, he made all things. So, I and I guarantee he's like one of the funniest ones, too. I know he's funny. Like that joke I can't, I read today. It said, uh, how would you thank the guy who created, who invented zero? Guess what he said? Thanks for nothing. Oh my goodness. Do your little laugh thing. <laughs> nah, I like they laugh better because see, see, it's all right though. Hey, the book is bought and I'm going to laugh. You got a, a, a book of jokes, y'all. Hey man, hey look, look, hey man. Ooh, boy, look at him. Well, I tell you, I tell you, but man, I hope y'all enjoyed this today. Just remember, don't keep going past the warning label. Yep. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> With that being said, we thank y'all on today. We thank y'all for tuning in to Word 100. This is season two, EP two. The wait is over, Mike. That's Tracy. But yeah, I thank God for y'all today. I thank y'all for tuning in. I hope y'all got something out of this today. I really do. I did. I I helped myself because I renewed my mind on those uh, verses that I had been looking for and I needed that knowing that don't worry about it being so small at the time because that later on that ladder rain I'm waiting on exactly. I'm waiting on the after because I don't have I ain't gonna have to fight see every time you got to fight for something it's good to fight but for the for the right things but when you're trying to get with God you ain't got to fight all you got to do is just sit just down yield. just yield open up mm-hmm. be there but with that being said we want to uh leave y'all with this we want to leave you with our closing remarks and this is something that we say after every episode and my husband wrote this from the beginning we can't heal the world today But we can begin with a voice of compassion, a heart of love, and an act of kindness. Trust God for the outcome, for he has never called us to walk according to foreknowledge, but to walk by faith, even unto the unknowns with total and complete trust in him. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for allowing us to come through on this podcast on this day, Lord God. Please don't let it fall on deaf ears, Lord God. Let this word that was in you be also in us and in Christ Jesus, Lord God. We thank you.
We thank you for allowing us to have a mind to want to say thank you and want to praise you, want to just love on you, Lord God. You said the only way we can enter in is if we come as children, as babes. You don't have to be so deep all the time, but receiving you and just showing obedience and reverence, Lord God. That's the way that we can get to you. But Lord God, I just thank you. I thank you right now, Lord God, and we ask that you cover us as we sleep on the night. Cover us for the next day, Lord God, in your will, Lord God. We thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. And we out. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Oh, we worship you. Oh, we bow down in your presence as the angels do. And we cry home. Holy, 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 oh, holy, holy, oh, 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 Your majesty, dominion, power, it belongs to you.